Hey, yo, what's going down? This is your boy, Stevie J. This is a message of hope. So, like, why do we get sober, man? And and there's a difference between just getting clean and being in recovery, you know? If all it was about was putting the drugs down, we are going back to some form of misery. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at it this way. Drugs are a side effect. Using drugs are a side effect of a bigger problem. Okay? So, it's real easy to think the drugs are the problem. And it's not me. It's the drugs. You know? And don't get me wrong. Drugs are a problem. The dope is a problem. You know? Doing drugs fucks with your brain. It fucks with your obsession and compulsion And it's addiction. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that type of stuff is putting my consciousness, it's snuffing it out. So, the me problems that are there, like the impulse, the reactivity, the anger, the resentment, all the things, right? Drugs take away my spirit, my capacity for change and observation, and they make those things on full effect autopilot, right? And, and they add to it because while we're in our addiction and our drug use and we're going in this autopilot state, we create more problems for ourselves. We experience more trauma. Oh, man, I just drove by a dump and it stinks. Um, we just we go through these things and we add more to the plate. Right. But here's the thing. Like we have a us problem. So. When you go through life and you've got these issues, you've got these poor behaviors, thought patterns, experiences, hurts, angers, fears, resentments, you know, when we stop doing drugs, we are going back to all that. We're going to feel it all. If you've used for a significant amount of time, you are going to be ingrained in these thought patterns and behaviors. And when you stop using, really, you're going to a new level of insanity. You know what I mean? You're going to an extra layer of misery because you're taking away the numbing effect. You know what I mean? As much as drugs do harm to us, they also provide relief from our current reality. You know what I mean? Sometimes that reality is worse. It's always worse in the long run. But, you know, we'd be lying to ourselves if we didn't say they provided some relief sometimes. So, you know what? Once you put the drugs down... Now I'm left with anger, resentment, reactivity, strong feelings, low coping skill management, all this shit. Not the best emotional management, identified with my thoughts. You know what I mean? So like, that's just putting the dope down. That's it. I'm left with all that. And it's not fun. It's painful. It's confusing. It hurts. That's why we have a program. That's why there's recovery. That's why putting the drugs down is step one. Like, you can't do shit until you put the drugs down. You can't. You can make some life improvements. I'm not going to act like people can't. But for the most part, that shit caps you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it caps you. And it keeps fucking with you, snuffing out your light and your consciousness to where you're on autopilot. How can you direct the plane when you are on autopilot? You can't. So putting the drugs down, step one.
You're not fucking done. You're just getting started, okay? You are just getting started on your path to self-mastery. You know, the steps, I rejected the steps for a long time. Not fully, right? But I did not fully accept them for eight years. I'd brush them over. I think they're a cool idea. I like what they're about. I, I always, my, my outlook on the steps was, if you're not reading books, if you're not doing other things for self-help, the steps are a basic guideline. That's how I looked at it. I've said that on the podcast before, right? And I was wrong. You know, I personally think that the books I've read and continue to read are very important in addition to the steps, but I think the steps are very important. Um, So putting the drugs down, step one, first step. And I don't mean the first step in the 12 steps. I mean, that's just, now we're getting, it's step zero, okay? This is just, you're walking through the door where the steps are. <laughs> All right, so, you know, then we got to really start working on us. Why am I the way I am? How do I act and react? What's some better ways to act and react? What are some principles to live by? How can I start filtering my thoughts and behaviors and my feelings? You know, what's, what, what type of inner roadmap can I follow to dissect some of this stuff? You know what I mean? How do others do it? This is what we get from being in recovery. If you don't, I highly encourage you to go to meetings. There are all kinds of meetings. I prefer NA because it's an abstinence-based program. You know what I'm saying? I like refuge recovery because it's Buddhist-based principles, and that's what I vibe with on a higher power vibe. You know what I'm saying? Um, I will go to AA. I will go anywhere. If it's recovery, I'm about it. You know what I mean? So the point is, though, that you have a community of other people to check yourself through. You know what I mean? That you can say, hey, you know, we are going, we're trying to go the same way. We've been in the same places and we're both trying to go the same way. So let's keep track of each other. Buddy system. You know what I mean? You find an OG in the game. You call him a sponsor. Hey, you've been doing this for a minute. You've probably been through some things I'm going through or I'm about to go through. How'd you do it? You've probably been to a lot more meetings than me. You probably picked up a lot of nuggets. Share some. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we're looking for when we're looking for a sponsor, fellowship, meetings, right? And then you got this tool, the step working guide, where you can dissect these steps, all right? There's 12 steps. Some might have, like, two sentences. So let's just say you got, like, 16 sentences. You know what I mean? The working guide busts this down to like multiple paragraphs, each step. Each step has like 20 questions with paragraphs in between a lot of the different themes inside the steps. You know what I'm saying? Like there's 12 steps, 12 sentences we'll say. And there's a whole book on the step working guide. 
There's a lot to it, man. There's a whole lot to powerlessness. You think you're just powerless over drugs? Bruh. We are powerless over control. We are powerless over our family. We're powerless over our partners. We're powerless over our kids. We're powerless over events that happen in our lives. We're powerless over the government. We're powerless over gravity. We're fucking powerless, man. We're powerless over ourselves 90% of the time. How many of y'all think the thoughts you want to think in a day? How many of you can control your emotions without drugs? You know what I mean? How many of us can just fully, fully control ourselves? We are out of control. The best we can do is try to ride the waves. Learn how to surf. You don't just get on the board and start busting it out. You gotta learn. So these steps, man, they're important. And doing more in recovery is extremely important. The game is just getting started. Let's go. All right. You got the hot, you know, you know, I almost said you got the hot, you got the easy part out the way. You stop doing drugs, check this out. Easy part. And we all, know how much it sucks to get off drugs, how hard it is to get off drugs. And here's the thing. Here's why it's hard. Harder to continue and work on the me problem, right? Because drugs are obvious, right? Drug use is obvious. Oh, I got problems in my life. It's because I smoke crack. It's because I do this. It's because I do that, right? Once we stop doing drugs and we got me problems and you do something wrong to me and I have a resentment that causes me stress, anger, anxiety, depression. It makes me retaliate. It makes me act in unspiritual ways. It feels right though, because you did something to me. You know what I'm saying? So we have to be way more specific and discern how we navigate, you know, figuring out what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not so obvious is what I'm trying to say. Like, you got to really look at some shit. You got to look at yourself and be like, ooh, my mind, my conditioning, the way the world is, is all telling me I'm not that wrong for being angry. I'm not that wrong for being petty resentful for talking shit for getting revenge you know what i'm saying but these things do not serve us in recovery they don't they keep us putting out negativity negativity into the world which we will receive back they keep us not being 100 percent happy with the person we look at in the mirror at the end of the day you know what i'm saying like it feels good to do the next right thing it sucks when i feel like i'm acting in a in a way that I'm not, you know, because even if I do get petty and retaliate, I don't want to do that. I don't want to feel like I have to do that. I'd rather the world, you know, operate in a way that doesn't make me feel like that or behave like that. You know, and if we don't do this work, we won't identify these behaviors as unhelpful. We won't learn to behave in new ways. And we also won't learn how to remove 
people, places, and things from our lives that make us do that. And we'll keep putting out that negative energy and receiving it back. Just to give it out and receive it back. And give it out and receive it back. You know what I mean? It's wild. You know, it's... There's so much that can be gained. Like, you know, us addicts, we never knew how to live, man. We never knew how to live. You know, we may not have been... The, I'm not I'm not a low-bottom addict. I'm not. I don't feel like I was. I was in a mental prison. I was completely obsessed and damn near losing my mind. But I, I had lines, you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't cross certain lines. I didn't go over certain amounts. Like, I could look around and be like, I wasn't that bad. But I was bad. So, we, I, I never learned how to live, man. I never learned how to feel emotions or process grief or, or get out of my shell or be assertive. I don't even know how to forgive people that good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just did not know these things. I'm still learning. And thank God for that. You know what I mean? Thank God I'm, I could be 40 and still trying to learn shit. I hope I continue to learn. Like, there was once upon a time where I, I didn't think I'd live past. You know, I, I don't know how many of us do that. but feel like we won't make it to 30. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I don't even want to live till I'm hella old because I'll just be miserable longer. <laughs> you know, but like, I'm looking forward to life. You know, let's just say I live till I'm 80. I'll probably live longer than that. But like, let's just say 80. That's a nice round number. Uh, my grandparents didn't even make it there and they weren't addicts. But that's another, a whole nother lifetime. If, you know, higher power willing, I stay sober for that. If I don't get hired, die, I will. You know, like a whole lifetime, though. Like, my life was long. If I think back to, like, a lifetime, like, way back to when I was, like, a baby, or as far back as I could, that was a long time, dude. Like, that was a long time ago. And just to think to live that long again with this mindset and continuing to grow? That sounds lit. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of us can can get this feeling of like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to feel like I need to get better. I don't want to feel like something's wrong with me. I don't want to feel like I did anything wrong. Dude, feel it. Feel like you did something wrong. That's a good thing. If you realize a flaw, that's a good thing. Now you know what to work on. Like, trust me, trust me. Pretending the shit ain't there, don't make it not there. You know what I'm saying? Like, acting, in, you know, being in denial, telling yourself, you know, it's not that bad. Actually, no, I don't really have problems. That does not make it not there. Other people see it, they think it, they feel it, they, they label it, they see you as that. Like, it's so much better to recognize it and then actually start to make improvements on it. You don't have to admit it to everybody. It doesn't make you an unlovable person. It doesn't make you unworthy. It makes you human. 
it makes you another grain of sand in this beach. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a good thing. It really is a good thing. It's a blessing to, to be able to spot these flaws with awareness. You know what I'm saying? And it's a blessing to be able to do something about it, to be able to like make improvements. Oh, hey, you, you noticed that, hey, you're actually pretty selfish. Good. Be aware of that. Sit with that feeling. Don't, don't label it. Don't label yourself that as if it's this, you know, forever stamped on your forehead, like this anchor that's going to sink you to the ocean. Like, you're good. Just be more aware of your selfish tendencies and make intentional effort to be less selfish. Boom. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that that it's more than just not using. Thank God we have a program to turn to. You know what I mean? That's where we get entitled. That's where we get a little, you know, and I, I was for sure the first time I tried to get sober. You know, I got this. I'm just going to put the drugs down. You know, it shouldn't be that hard. Everything should just automatically happen for me. And life should be fantastic after I quit. <laughs> I don't think so. Even even if you work a solid program, life is still going to be life. You're still going to have problems, disappointments. You're still going to fuck up. Shit's still not going to be fair sometimes. Like, it's going to happen. But thank God there's another way. And thank God it is accessible to everyone. You know, it's not accessible to everyone. But if you're in America, if you have a phone, if you have a car... If you live in a city with a meeting, you know what I mean? If you have a bookstore, if you have internet, bruh, it's accessible to everyone. If you're listening to this podcast, it's accessible to you. There is so much accessible to you. Resources to the max. You know what I'm saying? You could go to a Zoom meeting. You could find a meeting online. You could download a book. Just any famous book, I'm going to just give you some bootleg knowledge real quick. You know, any famous book that, that you've heard about, reference, nine times out of ten, you could just Google the shit and put PDF behind it and you'll find it. And you can save it to your phone and you can read it. Or you can read it on a web page. If you want it, it's there. There's audio books on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can just go get almost any book from a bookstore. They got this internet shit now where you can like um, order it and have it shipped into your library if they don't carry it. There's no excuses. There's no excuses. So much is available from anger management to recovery stuff to dealing with trauma to identifying core beliefs, everything. There's no excuse to stay the way you are if the way you are is not working for you. None. None. There's no excuse to not go to a meeting. Oh, I don't like meetings. Why not? I'm shy. I'm antisocial. I got social anxiety. Guess what? So did I. I used to shake my voice and blush when I read things at readings, at the meetings. Guess what? Now I can facilitate a group. Now I can stand in front of a room full of addicts and alcoholics, do an open talk, and only blush a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no excuse. And it's not going to automatically happen. 
Okay. If you want to just stop doing drugs and that's it, fine. Go try to control people, go harbor resentments, you know, take whatever that comes with. There's going to come with a level of non-serenity. Like if that's what you want, fine, go get it. And, and when that becomes unmanageable for you, then maybe you'll add more to your program. You know, that's what I did. I, I went to meetings, I read books and that was it. And then once that caught up with me and that wasn't enough, I really got down to the nitty gritty, got a solid sponsor and started doing steps regularly. We talk every week. You know what I mean? I started reading more books that were more tailored towards the specific problems I have and that I want to learn more about. I started trying to develop and increase contact with a higher power because, you know, the universe just wasn't enough for me anymore. Like I wanted to learn ways to try to be more intentional on my end instead of just having a belief and calling it that, you know? So that's just to say like, we can wait until life is crumbling. The house is on fire and it's desperation point again. Or we can just start doing it now. And I get it. Nobody wants, you know, not everybody wants to spend two or three, four hours a week, you know, after work, go into a meeting if they don't feel like they're on the verge of relapse. They don't want to read a book with words in it if they don't feel like their relationship is out of control. You know what I mean? They don't want to learn about mental health or coping skills unless they're severely depressed and sleeping in bed for a week. Why wait that long? You know what I'm saying? I want, I want to go to a meeting far beyond the far before relapse territory for real. Like I don't want to wait to go to a meeting until I have an urge to use, you know, because I might not make it to that meeting. Some people don't have a chance, man. Some people don't have the chance to use all these resources available. They're out there. They're lost. Or they're dead. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. If you're listening to this, you're more than likely not one of them because you just listened to a podcast that, you know, about recovery. So you're trying to do something for yourself. Good for you. Um... We got the main page, the recovery pod. We've been popping up there again. Uh, we got the Facebook group. If you uh, search for the recovery pod, um, there's a group, there's a page. The, the group's a little more, a little more interactive. Um, I've been kind of dead lately, but it'd be real cool if some more people came up in there and lit it up. Hey, messages of the whole baby Stevie J. Thanks. <laughs>